Hello, and welcome to Conversations Between Widows. I am one of the co-hosts, Tanya Wilson. And I'm your other co-host, LaSharma Jefferson. And we're bringing you weekly conversations about our widow journey. Our purpose is to provide our listeners with a window seat into how two young women who became widows too soon are navigating life after their loss. Our goal is to provide another support system to other widows on the same journey to help them feel less alone. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and shake your head profusely in agreement to what Tanya and I and our guests are talking about. So come on in and enjoy the conversation. Tanya, how are you? Um, I'm doing good. I am actually kid free until Friday, so it's always <laughs> yes. Party yes. over, Tanya! Party yes. over, Tanya! <laughs> yes. yes, I don't even know what to do with myself. Oh my Call God. twice. Check on him. We went on a road trip with my stepmother, Josie, and her uh, grandson AJ. So. He gets to have some bonding time with his cousin, and grandma gets to spoil him. So, wow, that is so cool! I'm yeah. telling you, I'm like the the mothers that I know in this particular season of my life. Mm-hmm. They just got so much going on that I just was not fortunate to have. <laughs> and in terms of the kind of time, you know, they get without their kids, you know, like my sister, um, she's been divorced for, they might be going on three years divorce, maybe two, two or three years divorce. And they got a joint custody type or, or not necessarily joint custody, but they're splitting visitation almost like 50, 50. Like she still has legal and physical custody of kids, but the way that he sees the kids, it gives her so much free time. And mm. I promise, I feel like she's living more of the, um, what do you, what am I, emptiness. She's living more of the emptiness <laughs> life than I am. <laughs> I like well. going on vacation. She, she'd be out because her, because it's like her young, her oldest son is old enough to be at home by himself. So the two younger kids, they're with their dad. You know, so she just hangs out in the summer time. It's great. She'd be hanging out with her bestie. <laughs> and I'd be the one, I'd be sitting at home with my 18-year-old son upstairs. I go out, but I'm, I don't really do a whole lot of nightlife, you know. And I right. haven't done, like, some impromptu travel. But I need to get to it because I have absolutely no reason why I don't have to make arrangements for kids or anything. Mm-hmm. My son literally can now stay at home by himself. Yeah, you know, and he'll be going out to state, so he ain't off to state soon. So, uh, you would you would definitely be an empty nester. Yeah. So I just got, I just gotta light my um my spontaneity uh match or something because I'm I'm not normally a very spontaneous person. You know, like mm-hmm. things have to be planned, but that's what I've been having to do. You know what I'm saying for the last twenty some years is when you have kids. You got to plan stuff, you know, so it's going to take some adjusting in my mindset for me to realize like, hey, mm-hmm. I could decide next weekend. Hey, I'm going to visit my best friend in Atlanta. Let me find a ticket and I can just go. I don't have to ask anybody to keep anybody. Well, I do have my dog, but hey, if my son is at home, he got the dogs. So I'm like, I got to get with it. But yeah, I'm just really happy for you to get that that kind of time. Because yeah. when my kids were like that age, their father, um, their biological father wasn't involved like that. He didn't get them for full weekends or anything. He mm-hmm. might get them for a day. I might get one day. You know, I remember last time uh, when my son was maybe about eight or nine or so. My mm-hmm. My ex, he was dating at the time. That's usually when he would spend time with the kids when he was dating someone that had children. And, uh, (laughs) which is unfortunate, but you know, like he came and, you know, picked my son up and they went to, like, did an overnight thing at a water park. 
But that would be it. I might just get a night. You don't lucked up on how many days? Because um, he left as of yesterday. So you're looking at Tuesday is a full day, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are, I got three full days and two halves. <laughs> so he was wow. gone since yesterday evening and then he'll be back. She said Friday morning, but I know my stepmother. She probably going to be late. Yeah, she'll be late. She'll be probably at night. <laughs> I see him coming through. Wow, but that is so good. And this is the best time. Summertime. Oh, I know, because you like to be out. What you going to be doing, Tanya? Yeah, sure. I don't even know. You <laughs> might be asleep. You I might know. be laying out somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm over here, like, lost. Now, had it been a weekend, I would have known what to do. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so Work, work trying like, to mess that up right now. Like I got to get up for work. Yeah, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But yeah, that gave me a break and I looked at it as an early birthday present too. I was like, well, your stepmama came through. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I am enjoying this time. And like I said, it also teach him a little independence because mom always goes everywhere. So he gets mm. a little independence to himself. And I'm sure, I'm sure him as a kid, you know, he's probably like, you know, filling himself a little bit. Cause you know, when you're the kid, you know, when your mm -hmm. parents go places, it's like, oh, I'm getting dropped off at the babysitter and mom's going out to have fun, you know? Right. So like now he gets to experience the other side of that. Like he's yeah. the one going somewhere. So yeah. I think that's always good with kids yeah, so to have their stuff to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. My, um, I've been good. You know, I think I'm really adjusting to my life with having these. I have two different library jobs now, and I probably mentioned it before. But mm -hmm. now that I'm kind of really getting into working the second one, right. I've been finding it really challenging to keep up with my days, you know, because I'm starting to get more hours on one of the jobs. And then the <laughs> other job, you know, I recently, you know, had a talk with the supervisor, you know, so she found out a little bit more about my availability. So she was like, oh, OK, well, I'm going to fit you in, you know, sometimes here and there, you know. Mm. So like last weekend, uh, right before, you know, the 4th of July weekend was coming up. I had worked at the one library job um, like Monday, my days there, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I worked at the other job on Tuesday, which is my regular day there. Right. And then I was thinking, oh, I'm about to be off on Friday. I was looking so forward to that off day. And I had forgot just that quick that my other library supervisor had asked me if I could work that Friday. Mm -hmm. So I looked at my schedule like, oh, I got to go to work. That was like the hardest work week for me because since I left my 23-year my job with AT&T, Back last July, last mm -hmm. week was the first week that I worked five days, okay? Five days in a row. I was like, whoa, I had not done that in months. You know, since I've been working with the library, I've been part-time, you know, so I've had a lot of time off, you know, which I hope everybody can get that at some point, <laughs> you know, in their adult lives, just to mm -hmm. go back to a time where you're not punching the clock every single day. I mean, yes, eventually we got to get back to reality, you right. know, unless you become independently wealthy and, <laughs> and you don't have to do it. But <laughs> most of the time, you know, we have to work, you know, for our livelihood. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, if you can get fortunate and just have a little bit of break. Uh, when I was off that summer, it was so awesome to be off on, in the summer. Like you usually don't get a whole summer off unless you are an educator right. or unless you're a kid. Outside yeah. of that, you working, you know, so it was really nice to have the summer off. That was actually enticement for me to do that um, early retirement from my job. I was like, oh, this is coming at the right time. Summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. Just getting used to my. My, you know, having two jobs, I have never worked. If I worked two jobs, I haven't done it since high school or very like early in my college days. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm loving what I do. So 
you know, work is good every time I go, you know, so that's actually a benefit, you know, to have two jobs that I like both very much. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, no complaints over here. No, no, no. Well, see, that's good. You get well, you at least got you. It sounded like a full week of work. It was like a full week for <laughs> yes, yes. And, and it's so funny because sometimes I have to stay on uh one of my uh supervisors. Sometimes he'll mess up the schedule and he might not give me the full hours that I'm entitled to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll look at the schedule and I'll see, oh, he only got me down for two days this week and I'd be thinking oh I should just take it I should just take it (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it does not work but then I think about my pockets and I think about my bills and I think about you know a couple of vacations that I have coming up including your 40th birthday vacation yes Yes. so I'm like "Uh I need to get my money I gotta need to get my coins together you know ain't nobody over here taking care of Miss L.A. Jefferson, you know, so <laughs> I yes. got to go to work so I can enjoy myself because there's no fun going on vacation and you don't have what you need, you know, <laughs> to fully enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. We plan on doing a whole lot of eating, so you got sure- <laughs> to make sure you got your food together. So, you got to get your money for food and everything else. Yes, and I know you like to go to um all kind of different restaurants, you know, all over the place. The price range is going to be expansive, I'm kind of feeling, you know, like it's going to be high-end, and it's also going to be some low-end. Yeah, it's going to be some low-end. All Um, I know is when we go to the high-end, I want to have my my coins together, so I'm not (laughs) looking like, uh, where are the appetizers? Want this hey, don't be surprised if I order from the appetizer myself. Sometimes the appetizer is the price that you came for. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. <laughs> like this. Oh, that's it. Okay, that that might be my. <laughs> or you'd be like, uh, when is happy hour? We might have to come back at happy hour time. <laughs> yeah, because they look. I didn't even think their taxes is a little bit higher than ours. Oh yes, yes. We'd be oh. like this now. That's it for sixteen. How did mm-hmm. it up at twenty five? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That is that is certainly something uh that we have to consider. That is so true. Yes, yes, yes. So wow. it's be a fun, fun time. But um, yeah, this holiday it was laid back, it was chill, it wasn't really nothing going on uh <laughs> for the force this time. This is the uh, first time I didn't barbecue. Well, I did wind up grilling like for myself and um my significant other, he he wound up coming over, so I grilled like just for us. But usually holiday time, I usually invite my family over. So mm-hmm. this is probably the first holiday uh, since I moved back in my house in 2019 that mm-hmm. I did not invite everybody over, and I really hadn't planned on him being over because I was really I had almost invited my family on Sunday. But I was just feeling, you know, I was like, you know what? You just need to take some time and just relax, you know, because, you know, entertaining is a lot, you know. Maybe, yeah. And my family's small. I don't even be having a big amount of people over here. So <laughs> I can't handle that many people, you know, because I thought, Lord, I'm all stressed out. I'm trying to, uh, you know, accommodate everything that everybody might need and want. And, you know, it gets to be a lot. I prefer to go. To gatherings I do not really like hosting them and mm-hmm. that's why usually if I host something I keep it really small you know like for for family and very close friends you know who who kind of know how I am mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll be like oh, okay Sherman you forgot the paper cups yes I'm sorry I forgot the paper cups you know something crazy <laughs> I might forget to do But I I love people who, you know, are enthusiastic about entertaining and who do it very well. Yes. And that's the, um, that's the thing because like I'm used to entertaining or having something and it's been, you know, it's going on five years Mm -hmm. since um, he passed. It'd be five years on the 20th. And, um, it still gets to me the the holiday months because it's like I miss that time. Yes, you're not doing that. 
yeah, I'm not, you know, going out or I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, barbecuing at home. And, you know, and it was kind of like a group effort. He would actually help with the barbecue. But like anybody else, I was scrolling the social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get to see, you know, everybody else having that, you know, that family and that uh them going out and it brings us to our topic today which is you know yeah just when when you're seeing the things that either you used to do with your spouse and you you know no longer are able to do it or just things that you wish that you had done yeah with your spouse or just people living the life that (laughs) you thought would be yours you know absolutely and we have to constantly see these things on social media and i mean the alternative would be to oh sign off on social media just don't deal with it but yeah. i personally <laughs> think i personally think that it's kind of like that's almost like hiding you know what I mean? It's like we can't hide. You know, life goes on around us. Even the very next day, you know, after someone loses a, a loved one, life is going on for yeah. everybody around you, you know. And I do understand, you know, when it's early on and it's really hard, you know, to deal with. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, after a while, you kind of got to get back out there and you got to face it. You know, so that you can just, you know, do your best to, as you know, get back in the land of living. You know, and got to start forging, you know, your new path, and just looking forward, you know, to a, a future, you know, that that could will be a little bit brighter from, you know, where you might currently be. You know, when you've had when you've suffered that loss and you're feeling your feelings. You know, yeah. I, I do. I'm I'm confident that. In everybody's own time, it's different for everybody. You know, you'll get to that point where you will enjoy a holiday again. You know, it might not be as soon as you want it to be, you know, Mm -hmm. but when that time comes, it'll come, you know. And I feel like, you know, when other people are enjoying their lives, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, when others are rejoicing, you know, we're supposed to rejoice with them. Yeah. You know, but it, it is a challenge. Now, the Bible don't never say, hey, that's easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not easy. <laughs> it's not. And my thing is, I get hung up on, you know, how happy everybody seems, mm. you know. Even yeah. though we know social media is, huh. you know, it puts, to put the front on. You do yeah. see a lot of people that genuinely are happy. And they, and they just having fun and going out places. And then I get stuck in, like you said, you know why couldn't I have that life, or how did I end up here? And I think it's discouraging too because I'm five years in, and I'll be hearing stories even in some of the um, support groups I belong to of people saying, "Well, I found somebody that listens and talks to me, and I'm so grateful to have this person." Mm-hmm. I don't get to use that sentence. Like <laughs> you, right, you, you haven't yet. I have not yet Mm -hmm. used that sentence. And I'm like, what did they do differently? Um, I remember saying it was my aura. And and I went to a a event that was hosted by a photographer that uh, does boudoir shoots and self-empowerment shoots. And Mm -hmm. I remember her saying that, uh, don't say it's an aura you give it off. It's not an aura. She says, like an interview. They don't work out. You keep going. But it's nothing you doing. Mm -hmm. It's them. So you just have to keep just moving through because at first I thought it was my aura. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I attracting the wrong people? Right. And things like that. Um, but yeah, you do look around, you're like, wow, like they on boats, they they mm-hmm. cooking. You yeah, know, they, so they on the beaches, the the dress is flowing, you know what I'm saying? The kids at Disney World with them, you know. And, yeah, you know, the pool, yeah. they on the lake. Oh, they, wow. You like but, this? I, I want to be on the lake. I want to, you know, I want to be cozy up with someone. And yeah, you know, always gets that fairy tale. And then I did it to myself too because on Saturday I ended up watching 
or was it last night? Might have been last night because I was kid free. Uh, I ended up watching that new Jennifer Lopez movie. Um, oh, Married, Married Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as he was talking, because at first I thought he was a widow, but he was not. And um, so they had a fairy tale. It started off with them meeting at um, the concert, but they, you know, of course we know what the movies were about. It's about they about to fall in love. So it's the process of everything and i'm like man that's you know they they i have not yet dated like that <laughs> like oh wow he's laid back he was just he was just a regular you know teacher he wasn't all glitz and glam but that's uh-huh. what that's what she needed she like she was telling her, i need somebody in my corner who has you know has me and it's not fame or video it's me you know i could be right. myself so that was something that I did, you know, that triggers me too, because the movie, watching the movie, and then I watched another movie <laughs> that had me on my uh, toes, The Step Stepmother. And it had oh, Marcus Houston and yeah. Market Girl, and he was a widow. I took when I heard him, when I saw the mama, spoiler alert, girl, when I saw yes. the mama fall out, I said, I just know that he ain't about to be no widow. I just yeah, I wasn't expecting her to die like that, you know. I, yeah. was, I didn't know it was gonna happen like that, yeah. But it's, yeah, and so you've seen a movie like that, you're like, dang, and then you know, he thinking he found the one because he even found somebody, you know, and that's time, and she ended up being a little crazy. But I was hoping that she got through that. They didn't call that movie Stepmother for nothing. Okay. Like, <laughs> maybe she, she came from a hard night life. I was like, oh, and then the more it kept going on, the more worse it got. I said, uh, yeah, yeah. Free yourself. You gonna have to free <laughs> yourself. But yeah, I you know, so those are things that trigger that makes you look at, oh, I don't want that life. But then you're like, man, I miss what what I had or what could it what it could have been. I remember um I was telling you about Megan um Divine that's uh refuge uh refuge of grief or uh, I think it's refugee of, it's refuge of grief. Um and she was talking about it's okay to have those feelings where you miss them. Cause at first I thought having those feelings meant you was jealous or envious of the person, mm-hmm. but it's not saying that you're jealous is envious is that that's that part that comes over you that's part of grief where you grieve sometimes your future as well that you could have had with the person yeah because you lose so much you know when you get married uh, i will say when circumstances are ideal you know and and Mm -hmm. you fall in love and you make this conscious decision i want to spend the rest of my life with you you know, we, we say that and we say, mm-hmm. I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but we all live kind of like in the space. None of us, we kind of think, oh, we have so much time left. We yeah. never know what that for the rest of my life is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. but when we make that comment or we have those feelings, we're thinking I'm going to grow old with this part. That's really what we want. We want to grow old with this person. We want to raise the kids together. We want to experience all the the good things, you know, that come with life. And when the bad things happen, we want to have one another, you know, to hold us up and get us through it. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and so when that comes crashing down, it's like, wait, that wasn't how this is supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. So you got to reimagine your whole life again. You know, now what's funny for me, um, I know I, I've talked about the fact that I'm a divorcee, um, mm-hmm. but when I look at the mirror and my, you know, and I look at my reflection in the mirror, I am so surprised that my life <laughs> has become what it's become. And not that it's bad, but like when my daddy used to tell me, keep living, that yeah. was like the, the truest uh, you know, statement. I mean, my dad, you know, said, my dad didn't say that much stuff to me as far as mm-hmm. like giving advice, but certain things, that's probably one of the main things that he, no, it's two things he told me, keep living. And then mm-hmm. it was kind of another one in conjunction with that is never say never, never say what you wouldn't do because you don't know what you're going to do in any given situation. You might right. think you know, but you literally, and I'm telling you when I look at my life and I'm like, I can't believe I did that. 
I would have never thought that, you know, like even when my, my children's father, when mm-hmm. he and I married, I convinced myself that this is the right thing to do, but I was really in the, I was doing it for someone else. I never mm-hmm. thought that I would have been, even as a young person, I was 19. Mm-hmm. I never thought that prior to that moment, I never thought that I was somebody who would marry because, okay, the situation has come up and I want to do this because I don't want my, I I wanted to make my mom proud. I I wanted her to not be disappointed in me, you know? And so she kind of pressed us to get married because we had conceived my daughter and I convinced myself that this was right. And that I was going to be happy because I really was happy about conceiving my daughter you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, we're going to be together. This week. But a few years later, I came to my senses and it was like, girl, this is not who you were supposed to be with. <laughs> you know, so what I, and then the fact that later on down the line, you know, five, six years later, after he and I divorced, again, I found myself in a situation where my emotions got the best of me. I was feeling depleted. I was feeling like, like when you're saying, am I ever going to have that love again? I, mm-hmm. I was, I tried the dating thing, you know, and I was in my twenties, but dating as a single mom is totally different from like having your total freedom and just being able to date different people, really see what you want out here. And mm-hmm. so I found myself remarrying my ex-husband <laughs> and we wound up having another child. But again, you keep doing the wrong thing. If a person's not meant for you, it's just not meant for you. We had a totally different marital experience, but Mm -hmm. we still wound up divorced again. And then I came to, you know, eventually marry my late husband. But I say all of that to say, when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm thinking, girl, have you really been married three times? I would have never thought I would be married three times because sometimes when you, when you hear people and they're telling their stories and you hear somebody, like if you're dating somebody and you meet a man and he's like, Oh yeah, I've been married three, four times. You're looking at him like, Whoa, what's wrong with you? And so when I think of myself having to repeat my story, even if it wasn't three times, just the fact that I've been married twice, it's like, Oh, what's going on? You, you, you can't keep a hug, whatever they, they might think. It's perceptions that come along with stuff like that. But even still, I'm going to tell you the, the thing that gets me when I look at people on social media, the thing that really makes me wince is when I see some of my high school classmates that <laughs> met or they married the persons that they were dating in high school. Right. And I thought that was going to be my story. Like I had this boyfriend in high school that I was absolutely head over heels in love with. Well, I wrote a paper in my senior year of high school. Uh-uh, not a paper. I wrote a paper. Which I my, love. Well, I mentioned him and my 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 business teacher. She had us write a five year plan. My five year plan included him. And that doggone teacher, you know what she wrote on my paper? This is what happened when you live the life and you've had some experiences. Mm-mm, <laughs> she mm-mm. wrote on my paper. She said, because uh, I said, you know, we're going to get married after college. She said, does he know that? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was so offended. I was like, of course he knows that. But see, that was a woman... She lived life. She had some experiences. So yeah, because like when I she listen to my girl, she just <laughs> and let me tell you what's so funny. Because why do we wind up? Because he was a year older than me. Mm-hmm. We wound up breaking up um probably a few months after that. And I was just so <laughs> mad. I felt like she spoke it up. I'm like, she just ruined my whole hookup. But I just really thought, because I always dated in high school. I always had like a serious boyfriend. I wasn't somebody that just dated a bunch of different people. Mm. I have a settled down spirit. Like my mom and my dad married out of high school. You know, they were young. You know, they my mom met my dad when she was 14. You know, so I kind of thought, you know, because I met this great guy and we just were so good together, in my opinion. And that's how he would also talk as well. I thought that was going to be my happily ever after. And sometimes it really does hurt me when I see people like 
even if that I don't know personally that they went to high school together, when I mm-hmm. see people that have been together for 25, 30 years. And I'm like, see, that was supposed to be me. I was supposed to (laughs) marry somebody that I love them as much as they love me. And we were supposed to have that happily ever after. That was the story it was supposed to be. So I sometimes sit around and I really get deep in thought, like, really, God, why why is this my journey? What am I supposed to get from this? Mm-hmm. And I, I get like that too. I get like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but especially doing, as I call it, uh, cuddle season. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get cold, you want to snuggle up next to somebody, you get, you know, get like that. Uh, and I have not found the answer yet. <laughs> I wish I did. But I mean, I think it's because. You put so much work into the relationship and it ends so abruptly. Because uh, we both had it, you know, our relationships, even though uh, your husband was diagnosed with a terminal illness, he didn't die from the terminal illness per se. Mm-hmm. He died right. from the fire. And see, and that's something where if it just, it just, just all of a sudden just happens and you're like, what? And then I think you're just trying to, you know, keep up with it. But it just, also sparks the same thing because how many widows feel this way and then how many widowers feel that way because I had that conversation with another widow one time and I was like it's just so easy for a widower Mm. to kind of get back in the swing of things and but is it that they're getting back in the swing of things or are they compromising, you know, that, that, you know, or, you know, what, what is it? You know, it's always the mystery. And then I had to lead myself back to, that's not your life. That's yeah. Life. Yeah. And we don't know what, what they're ill, you know, how some people, I mean, we've even known some willows, you know, who have uh, met married somebody in a yeah. short time after, you know, their spouses passed. You know, so it's like, wow, how did that happen so fast for them? You know, and it mm-hmm. may seem like it's not happening, you know, for you, but you just don't, you never know. That's, that's, it's like the beautiful thing about life, but it's also a very scary thing about life because that just unknown, yeah. even when you start mapping out your future and you say, okay, I'm going to do this next year. I'm going to do that next year. We mm-hmm. literally don't know what we're going to be doing next year. We, we need to change the words we say. We need to say, I hope to be able to do this next year. This is my mm-hmm. plan for next year. But we just be, we still talk like we are in control, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we are so not, you know, but we, it's so important for, I mean, I'm glad, like, I don't currently um, have a church home right now. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not as, religious with my you know with my prayer life but I'm so glad you know that I'm a believer and that I know that God is always with me like even Mm -hmm. when I may not be intentionally talking to him every day and consulting him about everything you know that's on my mind and what I want to do you know but I'm glad that he's there and I truly trust him and Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I can always come back you know I'm saying like when I get caught up and making mm-hmm. my own plans and doing things my way, right. you know, at some point I get a reminder and I'm like, okay, you know what? You keep trying to do this on your own. You can't yeah. do it on your own. We keep yeah. trying. <laughs> yes. Yes. And there's a reason why you're going through, I think the quiet season, I complain about it. Cause I, you know, I, I like companionship, but maybe, that's the thing that maybe I, I, I needed this time to myself because once you do get a relationship, your time, you know, you, you're putting your time to the side a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You can put your self care in every now and then, but once you get in a relationship, honey, you are de- dedicating time. That's one of the sacrifices of it is your time. So maybe that's it. And then the stuck feeling that I get because I always, you know, I do get that feeling of being stuck, like you're stuck still at um, July 20th of 2017. Mm-hmm. Huh. Four o'clock PM, like, what, what's going on? Um, I don't think it's a stuck feeling, it's just an uncomfortable feeling. Mm-hmm. And what makes it uncomfortable is that 
it changed and you trying to deal with change. Just like with grief, you have to work through it. You have to work through change. Change is hard. And, you know, yeah, you got a routine together, but it doesn't mean you don't miss, you know, your own routine. You're just trying to figure out life. And sometimes that's the, the biggest lesson. Like you mentioned about your dad. My grandma's was, you know where you've been, but you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she used to say it a whole lot. She's like, you know where you've been, but you don't know where you're going. And, you know, that that's... um that's another part that's scary because I don't know what the future holds. And at one point, I used to literally live it day to day, just thinking this is my last because of what happened with my husband. I kept, I gave death so much power. You know what I'm saying? So you having to let death not be and just live. You know what I'm saying? Not give death the power, but let's just live. But it doesn't mean you don't miss the life. And I, like I said, people be celebrating. They on yachts. They doing. You need. You know, you see the little reels. You're like this. Wow. Yeah, girl, the girl you can get. I mean, the boy you can get with, or the man you get with, boy or girl, depending on who's listening, whatever. You um might not even. Right. They might not want to do the same thing that you want to do. Yeah. They. You know. You up here wanting this and that, but. I think it's all an illusion. It's just, and yeah. that's what you we in the we in the age of illusion. There's an illusion out there of these things that you want to do that look so glamorous and so peaceful and so loving, but it's but, just an illusion. Yeah, and then sometimes one of the things that I had been thinking about, um, a lot of times we kind of put off things that we want to do for mm-hmm. the situation, you right. know, whether it's, you know, I want to go to Disney World, but I want to wait until I have kids before I go. I want to take my children to the mm-hmm. Disney World. You know what I'm saying? So now you are making Disney World something that you want to do, but you're going to put it off until you have children, children that you don't know that you're going to have. You mm-hmm. don't know when that's going to happen. And then right. even with relationships, some people like we romanticize so much stuff. Like how many people probably want to go to Paris? Like women, we think, oh, I want to go to Paris. But a lot of times, how do we see Paris, um, you know, personified? We see it in movies. We see romantic scenes of Paris, you know, with lovers walking and uh, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we might not even think about going to Paris until we have that special someone yeah. <laughs> and then you think okay now i got the special someone now i get to do these things i want to do but then now you gotta deal with this person what they want to mm-hmm. do yeah they want to go to paris you know and uh because i know one thing that i want it's not even as big as paris but i think it's so important that we learn how to enjoy even our ourselves our company or whatever your um you know your friend base is your family base is so many things that you can do that doesn't always have to be romanticized but you can still experience things right. so like i've been wanting for years tanya you, i know we've talked about that uh Sybaris place right yeah or Sybaris. Sybaris. <laughs> Sybaris. we still don't know how to say it uh yeah. but yeah you know where you go and you got and the hot tubs Right, but here's my thing. So I remember wanting to go there way back, like in my 20s. I mean, whether even when I got married, um, when I was married to my my second, my husband, my first husband, the second time. When I was (laughs) married to him, then I wanted I wanted us to do stuff like that because for me, when he and I divorced the first time. I it became a single mom. Our daughter mm-hmm. was maybe two or three years old. So there were, and I, I didn't have friends that had kids at the time. You know, my friends mm-hmm. were, one was in the military. My other friends were in college. They were, they was doing what they were supposed to do. <laughs> I was what became a mother. So I didn't have friends with kids to travel with and do stuff. So I did not try to travel because even though I was a mother, I was living the life of a grown up. Here I was a mother, mm-hmm. but I did not feel that grown up to like go somewhere by myself. I still felt like I need other people, you know? And so I felt like my daughter and I, even though we were together, I felt like our family wasn't complete. 
So I'm like, mm. I'm, I can't go travel with just me and my daughter alone. I have to wait until, you know, I'm married. But, you know, dating other people, that didn't lead to marriage. And then when I got back with my ex-husband, I'm thinking, okay, we're a family. We'll start doing family stuff. His mind was nowhere near family stuff. So all mm. that stuff that all those years that I had with my daughter, I had five years with her where it was just me and her. We never traveled anywhere together because I was waiting for my family unit to be complete. And then mm. when the family unit got completed with the husband, he's there, but he didn't want to do the things that I wanted to do. So I still didn't do it. You know, so my daughter, as she grew up, never we never traveled together. And I truly regret that because I'm like, man, I had a good job. I could have planned travel, but because I felt like mm -hmm. something was missing. So we have to be careful with that because you can let life pass you by. Yes. You know, like time is not waiting, you know, for your perfect boo to come along or for mm -hmm. like my daughter. Actually, I'll, I'll mention my, my one of my girlfriends. She used to always want to travel. But um, during our 20s and early 30s, all of her friends were having kids like they had kids or they were married and stuff so she was the one that you know she wasn't married or in a relationship and you know she didn't have any kids but she was trying to make her friends that had different life obligations like fit into what she wanted to do mm -hmm. she wanted to be able to travel without really planning to travel and i would tell her i'm like well if you're talking to people who have children and family they have to plan. Like they can't just decide next month. Okay, let's month. Let's go to Miami. They got to make daycare arrangements and things like that. But I would tell her. I finally got to a point when we were in our late thirties, and I told her, if you want to travel, instead of talking about your friends for not being able to do the things that you want to do, go and find some people who are interested in what you are also interested in. Mm -hmm. Even back then, I was like. Find a travel group. I know there's some travel groups out there where you got some other successful single women and they only have to be successful. Other women that want to travel. You know, do what you want to do because she wasted all that time, you know, being mad and irritated with her friends that couldn't do or were not situated to do what it was that she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing, you know, like in the Willow community, when you don't have that spouse anymore, but, you know, you got your children, your family unit might be missing, you know, something that you would prefer to be there, but you are still a family. And I wish that I had recognized that, like when it was just me and my daughter, like even though it was just us, it was like that was our family unit. And we could have took a family trip, whether it was to Disney World or wherever, you know, we wanted to go. I shouldn't have limited myself because. I didn't have that father figure there or that man figure there, you know, so you you live and you learn, you know. So yeah. now I'm trying to tell myself things that I want to do. It's like, do what you want to do. You can't mm -hmm. wait all the time because life is continuing to move steadily along. Yeah, I, I still want to do my uh, solo trip. Oh maybe, yeah, maybe I just book it. Like just one, just too bad you can't take no vac. Can you take any vacation? Well, you got your trip coming up already this okay. month, but I still got vacation time that I got to take up because it can't um, bring over so many hours. So, yeah, but that would just be so nice, like with with your son gone doing his thing now. Oh yeah, yeah, and you could like just. Oh yeah, I'm out. I'm I'm going oh, no, here for I already I'm taking days off this month already. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the only thing. Had it had I not had nothing to plan, I would be like, pussy up, pussy up, pussy up. Right, like I'm out of here. <clears throat> but yeah, that that's yeah. that's something that you know, definitely something to look. So maybe instead of looking at it as oh, I can't wait till I get me somebody else look at it as you know what i'm gonna go do that too and i'm gonna show them i can do it by myself yep or you know or finding other people who are also interested oh, in what you want to do 
joining groups. I, mm-hmm. I belong to an outdoor group. I don't know how I got in there. I think I got in there from the Wyoming group. I was going to say, that's what it sounded like, the Wyoming. Yeah, yeah the, the lady um, added me because she ended up moving from Michigan to Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I would ever do the outdoors group, but they like to go outdoors, camping, climbing. See, that's not something I'm really into. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> But it just show you the different groups. Like there's a Bulgora group I belong to, and she does the travel where she travel in different cities. I think this year they went to Puerto Rico and took pictures, and you know had a, like a girls trip or something. Mm-hmm. That's something too, but that could be cost. So you have to kind of weigh pros and cons. When I think my solo trip, I think it's something that I found on like spare the moment. Like oh, that ticket was two hundred. And how much is the um, hotel? Two hundred too. That's four hundred. Bam! I'm out. You know, I'm thinking something like that. Not some. Oh, yeah, five hundred for the pictures. I got <laughs> right, right. For the flight, six hundred for the hotel. You know that that's 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 a whole trip. That's a plan. I, I want something where I'm just like, you know what? This weekend, I'm not gonna be home. I'm gonna get everything situated. I'm gonna go out of town, and I'm gonna come right back. And just had, you know, some fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think that, you know, in light of what we're talking about, you know, those things that, you know, you're you feel like you're missing out on, you know, yeah. well, let's say you have to create your, your new normal. Yeah. You know, so that's a task, you know, that um, you know, widows and anybody when your life is changing, because some people experience this, you know. Mm-hmm. when they lose whoever you know like with me being an empty nester even though i'm excited about being an empty nester because after you know 20 plus years of kids you mm-hmm. know it's like oh i'm gonna have time to myself but at the same time it's also a shock to yourself <laughs> because you're used to caring for people you're used to people needing you you're used to doing things for other people and it's like, okay, now, because I remember when you and I talked last week and you were talking about um, taking acts, you know, skating and doing the bike riding. Yes, we Tanya, were skating, listen, But that, that <laughs> made me so nostalgic about, that's how I actually got through my, my single moments. The time, like in my 20s and 30s when I was single and, and I, I dated, I would have boyfriends, but I, I, when I wasn't happy, there was a time when I was not happy, like with my romantic life. It was just like, why? I remember, I remember being in my apartment. I would just be boohooing because I was just like, why can't I find the love that I'm looking for? Why can't I find like somebody that's on the same page as me and wants what I want? All that. And I felt I just was so depleted at some different times in my life. But I had my daughter. And then when I had my son, it was like I had my son. So I had mm-hmm. my kids to kind of fill that void a little bit and to kind of block out like what wasn't happening in my life. I had them to kind of pour myself into. And we used to just do so many activities. You know, I love going to breakfast. I may not have had, you know, a man that could take me to breakfast, but I enjoyed getting my kids up in the morning, going to breakfast. That's my thing. I don't care about dinner. I like breakfast, yeah. you know, and then we <laughs> like movies. We would go to the movies. So we just had a really active life. So now that I'm at this phase of my life and it's like, I don't have kids that I like my son upstairs. I can't say, hey, we going to the movies. He 18. <laughs> he don't want to hang out with his mother. No. <laughs> he want to hang out with his girlfriend. That's who he wants to go to the movies with, you know, <laughs> so you know, every phase of life, you know, brings about its challenges, you know, but we have to try to find, you know, we got to try to find that little bit of joy because there's some joy in there. We just have mm-hmm. to find it. And sometimes we have to be really intentional to get to it. Yes, that is true. Yeah, it's hard, though. I definitely can, can <laughs> attest to that. You know, it's hard being single is hard being on just you know looking for what you want out of this life and when it's not going the way you want it to go 
Mm-hmm. You just don't understand why, you know. It's and like, then why? you're so used to <laughs> driving, you know, like me. I had got used to that. I drive everywhere I go, but now, you know, gas prices, you you got to map out what you're going. you like this. It's I know. The 20 minutes. Right, <laughs> mm-hmm. <Writing laughs> gallons of gas. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like the, the when you find a niche, well, I would just travel and go, you know, explore the state. Then you got gas prices high. It's like every turn you look at is always something, right? It's mm-hmm. a hurdle that you have to overcome, or it's a hurdle that you got to get by. And it's like, Lord, do you just want me to stay right here in this corner <laughs> <laughs> and just sit here? Is that what you're telling me? Just sit down. <laughs> Or you just gotta, it just has to be worth it. Like, whatever it is that you want to do, with gas prices being high, I mean, I'm pretty choosy. Uh, with I never like driving that much anyway, even before gas and sky, uh, gas prices skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. So, now for sure, like today, I wanted to go to the mall, but I didn't have what I needed to take to the mall with me. So, mm-hmm. if gas prices weren't where they were, I might have came home. Got my package, got back in the car, went back out. But I'm like, nope, I'm going to put the package in my car. (laughs) So the next time I'm in my car and I have the opportunity to make it make sense, Mm -hmm. you know, like if I'm close, I'm I'm halfway to the mall when I'm at one of my jobs. Matter of fact, either Mm -hmm. one of the jobs, I'm closer to the mall than when I'm at home. So I will get my package in the car and I will go to the mall after work as opposed to like, the back and forth driving, you know, but mm-hmm. it has to make sense, you know, but if it's something that you really enjoy, then mm-hmm. it's worth, you know, the gas that you are, you know, driving out to do what it that, is that you want to do. That is true. That is true. Well, yeah. So hopefully, you know, cause we know everybody goes, everybody goes through yeah. <laughs> what the widow is going through in terms of seeing other people, you know, seem mm-hmm. to be experiencing what you feel like you're missing, you know, so you're not alone. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but you just gotta, you know, find your happiness out of your current situation or actually yeah. joy. Cause I like find something joy, that, um, um, out of thinking that joy, joy only comes in a relationship. You right. You always have to be relationship to bring you joy. It could be something else that brings you joy. Kind of that. Absolutely. So I think this has been another good episode, Tanya. It has. Until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye.